0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to
1: The Roy Green Show
0: on the Chorus Radio Network. It's bigger than you and you are not me The things that I will go to no, uh, no point in sending me any emails um, on trying stuff that's going to make me better. Folks, I've tried it all. In all my years in broadcasting, I've had so many suggestions. If your voice sounds like Hades and you're not feeling well, try this. A lot of them start with Some inebriating liquids. It's a little early in the day for that stuff, but later on, maybe. Anyway, it is Roy Green. It must be I'm wearing his clothes. And it's our Saturday edition of The Green Show. Lots coming up today, a great deal coming up. And we'll look for your views and your opinions and your thoughts on so much of what we're going to talk about. We're going to begin, though, with the uh, the lead story, and that is the Dellen Millard, Alex Smitch. What happened? Did you just lose... uh, Alex, I'll get her back. all right. The Delan Millard Mark Smitch um, trial, murder trial, both of them being found guilty first degree murder in uh, in the death of Laura Babcock, and after listening to Alex Pearson when she was reporting to uh, our nine hundred CHML radio station in Hamilton during the uh, trial of um, off Smith and Millard. Please excuse me, <laughs> the throat's a little raw. Um, I-, I wanted to talk to Alex about this particular case and this particular trial, which has just in- concluded in Toronto with guilty verdicts, as we said, for both Millard and Smitch. Alex, thank you very much for taking the time. No surprise, really, Millard and Smitch were found guilty of first-degree murder in the death of Laura Babcock, the same two who murdered Tim Bosma in Ancaster. You attended that trial from beginning to end. And we're able to watch both Millard and Smith closely. What most stood out to you about these two heading into the trial that just ended today?
1: Um, what stood out to me? Um, well, but, I mean, for, for Dylan Millard, certainly, he, he has always played the victim. And, and he played the victim right up to, until the end because, of course, he had tried to get the mistrial at the last minute while the jury was out doing deliberations because he felt that the closing arguments had been unfair and prejudicial to him. That was thrown out um i can't tell you roy how pleased i am that this jury came back and i didn't doubt ever that they would come back with anything else but first degree murder but really that is the only just um verdict that could come in this particular uh case it's for the babcock family and i think it's important to remember laura babcock was essentially the forgotten victim in this and i think to to some extent wayne millard also the the father who um they, uh, Della Millard will also face trial for in March. But Laura Laura Babcock was really never mentioned, and that's because there were such sweeping publication bans on the first trial that we couldn't mention anything about it. And because she went missing and... Um, you know, older people do go missing. The case itself didn't get a lot of attention in the beginning. That is until Tim Bosma uh, went missing and had ended up being murdered, that they reopened the investigations into Laura Babcock, and then she kind of came onto the radar. But she really, I don't think in her family, have not gotten the just attention that they are due. And I think that has been very difficult her family, who have literally had to live in silence for all these years. Well, today, I think for them, they can start the healing process. And that's really what I think um, is the most important thing.
0: Alex, here's just a few seconds of uh, Clayton Babcock after the verdict.
1: You also know about the evil beings that took her life. And if society's lucky, we will not see them again on the streets.
0: You know, yeah. they, they had they had no interest in the pain and the suffering they were causing people. These people were. Nope. These two guys were. They were cruelly arrogant, arrogantly mm-hmm. cruel.
1: Yep. Yep. No. Dylan Millard, um, was handed everything in life. He came from an aviation dynasty. Never lifted a finger, but his grandfather and his father, who made um, a, quite a fortune in this industry, essentially handed him everything. This was a kid who should have had. A a big, big life. And instead, he took that money and surrounded himself in losers, complete losers who are all too happy to do the drugs, party their life through. And I think it really enabled and fueled Dellen Millard because he essentially is a narcissist. He's a psychopath. And by surrounding himself with these losers, they were inevitably able to uh, start a life of crime. And it started small, as we saw throughout the Bosma trial of petty theft which grew into bigger thefts. And then, you know, I guess they decided that they wanted to graduate to murder. And Laura Babcock was the first to go. She was a nuisance in Dellen Millard's life. Um, his girlfriend, Christina Nugda, was jealous. And so he said, I'll get rid of her. And so he did get rid of her. And uh, the sinister mind of Dellen Millard and, and his, uh, his loser friend, Mark Smith, they buy this animal incinerator. And I guess they concocted a plan that this is what they were going to do with their lives deal stuff, party, and kill people, because this is what we are looking at with these cases, are thrill kills. Laura Babcock went first, um, and then Wayne Millard was shot, um, and he is accused of shooting him, but it was initially ruled a suicide by the police. And then Tim Bosma was abducted and then killed. And so these guys, I don't think, if they never got caught, they would have continued going on and on and on. Yeah. And thank God they are where they belong
0: and they whether. seem so. Whether you're talking about these two or you're talking about uh, Bernardo, yeah. they 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 feel so confident that they're going to get away with everything they do. This is this this sad and sick and psychopathic confidence that they take into their crime sprees.
1: Yeah, look, they've never, neither, Smith has never spoken a word other than when he testified at Tim Bosma, but he never mentioned Tim Bosma's name, and neither did Delan Millard nor Christina Noobd or any of the idiots on the stand. It was all about them, and that really rang um, close to home for me because as I listened to these cases and trials and witnesses, not once did I ever see a sign of empathy uh, for those who are left to pick up the pieces. Now, of course, lawyers will say, well, they're not going to do an admission of guilt, but even... Even when Dellen Millard sat down to do a jailhouse interview a couple of weeks back, it never was, well, I'm sorry for what the families went through, but I'm innocent. It was, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's all about me. So they don't care. There's no one that they have left in their wake um, who has ever been given one sense of you know, remorse or regret. Um, the, the only thing they feel badly about, Roy, is getting caught.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, well done to the jury. Yeah, and, uh, and now we wait for the sentencing.
1: We'll wait for the sentencing, the jury made recommendations on what they would like to see. The judge will inevitably make uh, the final decision. And then we will probably see some procedural things happen, like dangerous, um, dangerous offender status. Those applications will go in so that if, God forbid, they ever get out, which they will not, uh, they will wear that for the rest of their life. But don't forget, Della Millard still has another trial in March, and that is for the uh, murder, the first-degree murder, which he is charged with in his father's death. Don't forget his father, uh, he he had the estate of his father, and therefore he had all the money in the world to do all these things, including paying his legal bills, which he didn't have in this particular trial. So, the the right thing happened today, and they're exactly where they should be.
0: Thank you, Alex. Much appreciated.
1: Feel better, Manuka honey, my friend. Yeah, well, I'll try. Exactly. Right. Absolutely.
0: Uh, thanks, Manuka honey. I've got some of that. It's expensive. I think it's about twenty-eight bucks, if I recall correctly, for just a couple of ounces. But it's it's terrific stuff. Alex Pearson, the host of On Point. Uh, with Alex Pearson on uh, Global News Radio, it's the Roy Green Show on uh, Global News Radio, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the uh, the issue of sexual harassment. But where's the line? I've been talking to some friends of mine, men who have said, "Well, we're just reviewing our, looking back at our at our work histories and the things that we, the interactions we've had with women. Was there a time when we stepped over the line without even knowing it? So where is that line?" And when can you find yourself in legal difficulty? Uh, Leo Samfieru will be with us. He's an employment law specialist at Samfiru Tamarkin LLP in Toronto, and we'll take some calls from you.
1: Stay with us.